Is your goal to be the person that always gets the dinner for free? <laughs> or are you going to be the one that's going to step up once and go, hey, I got I'm the check? Take care I, of I mean, it. we try to take care of the check almost always. At this point in our life, our career, when we're out with people, we pick up the tab. God's been good to us. We have the means. And the same thing happens with services, with friends and family. They should be looking at you going, this is your career. This is your business. This is how you make your living. Am I going really for the rest of my life think I get free work from you? Always ask why. Why is this the way it is? The whole goal is to rise the industry, to grow it. Yeah, don't worry about giving us credit, guys. We're not here for that. If it grows the industry, that's what makes me happy. When you first said it, I was going to hang up. (laughs) It's not a race you want to win. Yeah, you're going to lose because it'll be too cheap. You'll be working for, like, McDonald's money. Otto, Mitter, on to our show from Elibana. Thank you so much, guys, for having me on board. Okay, we'll take 20. I I can't do math. I'm a beauty professional. Yeah, panning. I do teeth whitening. I'm like, okay, there's some point where you got to draw a line. My biggest concern is longevity and making sure that you've got the best possible mechanical fit. If you're looking for a lash podcast that will challenge how you do lashes, build you up, and help you create a business that not only thrives, but allows you to live a life you're proud of, you've come to the right place. This is Lashcast, your friend in the lash industry. Coming to you from the city of roses, this is the broadcast Five lash professionals and four lash professionals. <laughs> okay, wow. Thank you so much what? for tuning in. So earnest, so earnest. You're just like, hey guys, it's Tosh here. I'm doing announcements. <laughs> to tell you the truth, I'm chopping down on some cherries and you're like, hurry up and get this done. And I hadn't full- finished clearing my throat. Uh, <clears throat> oh, well. Anyhow, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Good to see you. Yes. Tuss has had a few minutes between clients, so we thought, hey, let's go on and do a short little baby cast. You guys know how it is. You're like scarfing in between. Oh, but you it's not that bad. You get a half hour usually between clients now. I know. You sound like a victim here, but. The cool thing is when you've packed your lunch ahead of time. Yeah. And you're excited to eat the food that you brought. You're excited? <laughs> I am because I'm sitting there doing my lashes and I'm thinking, I'm, oh, I get to eat my snack. Yeah. Do my my No, you no my food is way. obligation. It's like, oh, I get to eat my green shake. You know what? I love to eat the fresh vegetables and fruits. Yeah. I just do this because I have to do it now, but I won't. And I'm thankful. I am really thankful for the food you make. I'm not saying it's not, but I'm not excited. I'm sorry. Well, here's the thing. It's like, I love it. Like, I love to eat my yogurt with my walnuts and my strawberries and blueberries. It's like exciting to eat because it's like my taste. It's like my favorite thing. Okay. Well, that's good. There we go. Well, when you see Tuss... If you ever want to make her day, bring some fruits and vegetables, mostly fruit. No, you don't have to bring fruits and vegetables. Uh, yeah, like gifts to the gods. No, you don't right? have to do that. No, just come Baskets to me. Baskets of fruit. No, no, tuss. you don't have to bring your fruit. At LashCon, we'll have an area no, where Tuss no. will sit on her throne and people can bring forth fruit. No, but I do wish people <laughs> would come up and get a picture with me because... And, and say hi. I wish that because sometimes people come up and say, or tell me later, oh, I was so scared to go up to you. I'm like, yeah, that's true. are you kidding? This is why we do this. We're so, here for you guys. We are, we are just part of the Why else are we doing this? Yeah, exactly. So let me first set up what we're going to talk about, and then they'll get into what, you know, why we take pictures. Well, at LashCon. First, let's talk about today's topic, or at least preview it. We're going to talk about friends and family. Mm. Yes, we're going to talk about friends and family and how some of you out there 
are getting abused by the very ones that you love. Yeah, like if you get that feeling like oh, dread, somebody calling you because you know what it is, yeah. that's not a good sign. No, it's so not a good sign. We so we're going to talk, talk about, about that. that. And we're also going to talk about trade. And what I mean by trade is not trading cards or trading stocks. We're going to talk about trading Barter. or bartering between businesses. And really, what does that mean? Is it something you can do? And should it be taxed? And we may have some not-so-happy answers for you on that one. But anyhow, let's real quick. Announcements. We just have one thing that's all we're focused on right now, and that is LashCon this November 5th through 7th. I know a bunch of you have held out because you thought tickets were sold out, but we aren't. We actually have a handful of tickets left, and you can buy your business ticket right now for $8.97. It comes with a swag bag that's worth, I think, at least $800. So you almost get that in swag, plus all the knowledge, plus the parties, plus the new friends, all the connections. I know some of you out there are really shy and you're scared to come because you don't know anyone. That is the number one thing I always hear from everyone when they either don't come and even from people who do come when they share the number one fear. I was so scared to come, but I decided to give it a shot. And guess what? It was well worth it. I made new friends. There are opportunities to connect with people. We're going to do our best to make sure, even if you're shy, that you're going to make some new friends while you're here. We will connect you with people. Yeah, you're not going to be alone. Mm-mm. And then um, another big thing right now is price, right? It's, it's a little expensive, but airfares are down. And there's still a few rooms left the 189 rate on our website. So if you book today or buy your ticket now, there is a three-payment plan still available. We can spread it out over the next two months. But that's going to end soon. We're going to have to end the payment plan soon or just make it two payments instead of three payments. And so that's going to make it a little tougher for those with cash flow. So if you buy it now, you can at least spread your payments right up to LashCon and that should be good. But what you're saying is, it is still possible. It is still possible. The dream can dream. be yours. Yes. You guys, instead of having FOMO, when all those pictures drop, everybody yeah. looking gorgeous and having so much fun, you can be among them. It could be like a thousand last artists posting photos from the 4th through the 7th. And then for a week or two after that, right? So you don't be the one watching those photos going, man, I should have gone. If you can make it happen... This is your day. You're listening right now. Go buy that ticket. Links in the notes. And if you already bought your ticket and you want to upgrade, this is your chance to upgrade too. We still have tickets for day one, um, Lash Booth Collective, as well as the Lash Lab classes in the morning. Go look at the website. Look for the information. You can get all that also at www.thelashconference.com. And what else do we have going? Last thing. Oh, virtual tickets. Two are going on right now. 247. What tickets? Virtual tickets. I can't talk. Virtual tickets. Virtual tickets for 247 are going up or on right now sale. So if you're overseas, especially can't not make it, you can watch it live. And then you'll have a couple months to watch it. All the replays. Cause we'll put all that content on there for it to be a replay for two, at least two months. I might even do longer, but Usually two months is when people stop watching it because that's like enough time. So, And then lastly, guys, if you have a, any desire to improve your last game, we have two classes left for Tusk's last retention course, November 19th, 20th in Boston, December 3rd and 4th in Los Angeles. And then uh, we will announce the dates probably for next year, not till November. So you're going to have to, if you are waiting, well, I'll wait till next year. You're not going to know for a while. So why don't you go your East Coast, West Coast this year and come hang out with Tusk? $1,600 right now. It is well worth it. You will make that money back just by wowing your clients, getting better attention, and basically being able to charge more down the road. You have heard me talk about it, about the best possible mechanical fit and popping the lid and the target and all this. This is your chance to actually... Yeah, learn it. Yeah, hands-on. We will improve your retention. All right, let's talk friends and family because I know 
it's one of those things where it's not bad when you're slow, right? It's almost like free practice. You can take your friends and family, but what's the best policy? What should people do? How should people handle friends and family? Because if you do it wrong, I actually think it's, it can make you pretty bitter. As it can hurt relationships. Yeah. So what's some of your thoughts on friends and family? So when you are starting out, friends and family, it's great. You take them, you do them for free. The thing is, is because they're friends and because they're family, they also should hopefully value you. And even though you're doing it for free, they generally should tip you. I mean, they don't have to. For example, I do my kids. I do my daughters and my daughter and my daughter-in-law. And when they tip, it's lovely. I don't always expect that because they don't always have the money. It's a small gesture for them. And it's not like I'm entitled to it, but for them, it's a small gesture. And I think the way you handle that is say, look, it'll be free for you, friends or family, but tips are welcomed. You don't have to go on with it and you don't have to remind them again, but tips are welcomed. So it's just a nice little way for them to show some appreciation for your work. Mm -hmm. I also think when you first start out, and if you haven't done this, it's okay. You can start now with your friends and family. Maybe you've been lasting for two years and are still doing it. I would just always give them a heads up. This will not always be for free. There may come a time when my business is so busy that for me to turn down a client who pays me $100, $300 to take a friend or family for free doesn't make sense financially. I am trying to provide for my family too or my whoever, whatever group that you support. And you're like, am I going to turn down? Let's just say you have two family members and two friends. That's four appointments. And let's say in a week, that's a full day for you. One week out of the month is given away or worse if you're seeing them twice a month two days a month are being given away to free work. And how are you supposed to grow your business and make more money if you're doing that type of work and you're fully booked? I just think that's where the bitterness and the frustration and the anger can slowly seep in. And that's where the burnout happens because when you're doing stuff that you're not feeling good about, you're just giving away and you're feeling I'm not being appreciated. The person takes it for granted. That's when the job becomes unpleasant and you begin to get bitter. Right. You think about it. It's like if this is really a friend, a true friend that cares about you, it's like I want to pay extra for a friend. Yeah. Because it's like I'm not looking for the discount. This is my friend. I want them to do well. I'm going to pay them extra. Mm -hmm. Every time I've gotten my lashes done by a colleague, it's like I'm going to pay you extra (laughs) because – I love you that much, you know? It's kind of like this. If you were going out to dinner, is your goal to be the person that always gets the dinner for free? <laughs> or are you going to be the one that's going to step up once and go, hey, I got I'm the check. I'm going to take care I, of I it. mean, we try to take care of the check almost always. It doesn't always happen because sometimes people beat us to it. But we just feel an obligation that at this point in our life, our career, when we're out with people, we pick up the tab. That's our job. That's what we should do. God's been good to us. We have the means. And so we always want to be generous. And the same thing happens with services, with friends and family. They should be looking at you going, this is your career. This is your business. This is how you make your living. Am I going really for the rest of my life think I get free work from you? Yeah. So I have two childhood friends and one of them, they're not in the area. I hardly ever get to see them. They live separately. So one of them was coming out and I said, Hey, I'm going to do your lashes for you. And she's like, there is no way I'm going to make you work on your day off. I'm going to come. And and she came and we had lunch and it was fabulous. I really wanted to do her lashes, but she insisted you're not doing 
my lashes on your day off. Then I had the other friend and we had all this stuff planned and she's like, oh, hey, call, you know, like one of the last days she's visiting. She's like, hey, can you do my lashes for me? I'm like, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. So I come into my day off and she made no notice of that. You know, she's yeah. just like, oh, thanks. You know, and I'm just like. No tip. <laughs> no tip. Like I paid for dinner. I paid for everything. And I was just like. I left that weekend loving my friend, but feeling like this is a little bit one-sided and I wasn't yeah. super excited about it. So the point is, if you value your relationship or your, don't look at it as you're trying to get something free. And if people are, are treating you that way, it's kind of a sign to say, well, you know, maybe I don't have to do this. I just think you just put it out there. And if you haven't done it, tell you, go right after this podcast, let your friends know. Don't text or DM them, by the way. Talk to people face-to-face. Real conversations with real people, none of this snarky or hiding behind yeah, technology. Yeah, no, you have to have a real conversation. Just go talk to them and say, hey, I love you. Right now, I'm still not super busy, so I'm more than glad to do your lashes. Because, by the way, they are free advertising, right? They're walking around with your lashes, telling people, oh, I get my lashes from Sally. She's great. You should check her out. So that's, it works when you're slow. But when that day comes and you're busy, I do think that's the time. And, and you just talk. You just say, hey, if and when that time comes when I'm very busy, I may need to transition you into either a pain client or I just can no longer do your lashes. I just let you know because I got to take care of my business. I got to fit my clients in and I can't turn away businesses so I can take free work. Another thing that you can do is you can say just a flat fee. Like I do friends and family for $50. Oh, yeah. I mean, a reduced rate. Let's, yeah. let's say your average price point is $200 for whatever your service is. You can say, I do friends and family for 50 bucks or $45. Yeah. And, and you can even say that goes towards the charity if you want. But you're putting it out there because your time is valuable. You're giving them a guideline for what that just, is. This, to you. Just boundaries. These are just simple boundaries. In our salon, if you have a salon, this is what we did with our staff because we paid our staff hourly plus bonus. They got paid to do lashes no matter what. It didn't matter if the person in the chair was paying or not. doesn't matter because they got their paycheck either way. So this may not make sense for everyone, but if you are paying your staff that way, we actually said, look, friends and family, they can bring anyone in they want as long as the books are allowing. If the books are full, we can't fit friends and family. We would have to turn people away. But we always had openings here and there. And they rarely did friends and family anyways because I think they realized too they didn't get tipped and all that. Well, here's the thing. I remember one gal, she was very senior, she offered friends and family to a, a close friend of hers. And she came off on her day off. It had yeah. to be on the day off, right? Oh, that's right, yeah. I did. And the person canceled on her. And she's like, that is it. I am never going to do this again. And it really showed her like, you are not my person. I came out on my day off and you canceled on me. Yeah. And if they uh, did friends and family on their day off, that was not paid. That was just them volunteering their time. And we charged 15 bucks just for, for product. Product fee. Yeah. Now I think if they did friends and family, which is why they wouldn't, why would get friends and family. I think we would pay them during their, that time. And the reason why we had them come on their day off was because in the beginning, we did have a problem with people booking on the day off and charging full price and saying that it was a tip. Yeah. There was some fraud there. There was, you know, it wasn't... Some deceitfulness. <laughs> yes. That was <laughs> before right. we got wise. Yeah, I just remembered that. Generally, we didn't pay for friends and family. I think friends and family would only happen if if someone had a cancellation. They say, hey, I have my friend could come in since no one else is here. And we'd be like that. And actually, we did for friends and family. We, we did. We said, well, you just clock out and you're done we weren't looking to fill up our books with that. 
So now I remember, I'm more, as we're talking, I'm remembering how we did. It's been a well, few yeah, years. I just think it's important that if you have a staff, you should offer an opportunity for your staff to be able to take care of their dear friends. If yeah. I mean, it's their skill, It's on right? their time and all that, and they're just but paying. But yeah. they should be paying the salon for the supplies and that kind of stuff, exactly. and also not abusing it. So that's why you have that basic charge, service yeah, charge. Exactly. So Product charge. So that's what we did. That's how we handle it. And I think for most part with you guys, if you're doing friends and family and you're happy with it, keep it going. I was still adding that little conversation about in the future, it could change. If you're feeling burnt out and worn out and you look at your schedule and you see two free people every week because you're just that person who gives away stuff, maybe that's this is the time you need to sit there and go, no, I'm done. I am so fried. I'm feeling taken advantage of. I need to close some loops in my life and make my life a little easier. So I'm going to wipe out the schedule and I'm going to say, hey, from this point on, because my books are full and I'm feeling burnt out, I can't do free work anymore. And that's okay too. You don't feel like you have to apologize. And if you want, you can say, I'm going to give you one more time. But the next one after that, there is going to be either a flat lower fee if you want, or you can say the regular cost if you want. I just think that your sanity is more important than you giving away all your time for free. I just, there was a time where Tusk couldn't even think about it. She was just so busy, so slammed. The idea of her doing free work would have been ridiculous. And so now we're in a different phase, different stage of our career, and that's no longer an issue. She does our daughters for free, and that's okay. But that may change if, as we get more busy and we do other stuff, her time might become more valuable where we might actually come back to them. We know our daughter can afford it, and our daughter who's about to graduate, she'll have a real job. She'll be able to afford it at some point. We may say, oh, yeah, now it's X dollars for an appointment with Tuss if you really want it. Also, it'll make them appreciate it a little bit more. I think we should do that right now, <laughs> honestly. When she graduates. She's still in school. She's got a few more months. All right, real quick, let's talk about trade. That's another thing that maybe is in your books right now. Let me just give you the first big uh-oh thing that you don't want to hear. If you're doing trade, all trade is taxable income. The IRS considers that as income. So let's, let's give you an example. Let's just say that you have no hairstylist, and that hairstylist is doing your lashes. You're doing, oh, she's doing your lashes. You're cutting her hair, and she's doing your lashes. No, she's cutting your hair in exchange. You're giving her free lashes, and you both are doing each other's services for free. Now, if the IRS were to audit you, and they would see in your books what is this? You know, they'll look at your calendar. They'll look at your income. They'll look at everything, right? They're going to try to f- look for gaps in this, the things that are going on. Or they'll look at your, they're going to look at your CRM. They're going to see. What is CRM, precious? Client relationship manager. It's basically where your books are, where your schedule and everything. Sorry to really diverge for a second on that one. So they're going to look at your Vergaro. They're going to look at your booker. They're going to look at your schedulosity. And they're going to see people in the books paying. And they're going to see one person in the books. They're like, wait, this client never pays? Yeah, that's my person I do trade with. And they're like, oh, well, sorry, that person, whatever you're supposed to pay, that's income. And then we don't see it, so we're going to record that as income. Now, obviously, if you just do this once in a while, IRS won't care. But if you have your books full of trade, like you do with lots of people, all of a sudden they look at your books and say, wow, if you took the whole year and you added all that trade and came out to $5,000, that's taxable income. They could tax that and take another $1,000 out of your pocket, let's say. So they're going to go back and add that in. And you don't want to do that because then the IRS starts looking for other stuff because they think, oh, they're cheating here. That means they're cheating there. That means they're cheating here. And all of a sudden, your life can be quite difficult. So to keep it clean and easy, might be best just to report that as income and you'll be taxed on it. Hopefully, it's not a whole lot. If you're only doing a few hundred dollars of trade, it's not going to count that much. But if you are doing $5,000, $10,000 of trade, then that could add up to something. 
in the beginning when I first started Integrity Lash, yeah. it was actually when I was Integrity Skin, I was doing formal trade with a couple of trade organizations. One of them was called ACX. Yep. And basically, I do recommend it when you're first starting out. This is before social media or even Yelp. People didn't know what I did. So, And I had lots of hours available. So what I would do was they said, listen, if you want to be a part of our network, you just give us a bunch of gift certificates. So why don't you give us like 10 $100 gift certificates? And that will give you $1,000 of credit mm-hmm. that you can use for any of our services. So look through the catalog and see if there's anything that there were attorneys and cosmetic injectors and massage therapists and a, a limousine and yeah. baskets, whatever thing that you can imagine. And so once I gave that credit, then I had a um, $1,000 credit to use too. So, you know, when people would come in and bring their little gift certificate, I didn't treat them like Groupon people. I rolled out the red carpet for them because I knew that if they were happy, they would refer other people. Mm -hmm. And it was good for me for a while. You got a lot of good clients from that. And ACX is still around. Last I checked, just type in barter, look for barter services on Google. I didn't do it before we did this, but that say, if you type in barter services, you'll see, or barter companies, you'll see there are companies out there that are like trade groups where basically you all jump in, you pay a fee usually and you donate some of your services. Yeah, you donate the services and then you just pay a small tax on it. Well, they give you the tax paperwork. Yeah. At the end of the year, they will give you a report that you could report to the IRS as income. And that way you are being legal, you're getting taxed. And the good news really is you're getting new clients through another means, which who, by the way, the, the number one way of getting clients from here ultimately is going to be referrals. So if you just get like touched in the beginning, she got a few clients from ACX. She got a few clients from some other organizations she joined. And within a year, she was fully booked six days a week, seeing 10 people a day sometimes. It was crazy. Another benefit for these trade organizations is if that you have surplus stuff that you can't move, you give it to them. Yeah, yeah, you're right. product. We've yeah, product. product. Like I had product that, you know, was about to expire and I wanted credit for it. So I gave it. Yeah. And another gal snapped all that up, put it in her gift baskets. And, you know. We did for holidays. We, mm-hmm. we did for our team. We did for clients. We almost bought a TV once. There was a company that was giving away TVs. So we had our floor redone. Yeah, our floor was redone. Our floor was actually put in at uh, Integrity Lash. Lash. Yeah. We're using ACX credit. Yeah, exactly. So it's a great way to do trade that's legal. Also, you can dump stuff for yourself, and it's just a great. So just look it up. It's another way for you to get your books filled with some new people. But if you are doing trade with anyone right now, you need to decide. If you're doing a lot of trade, I advise you start tracking that and report it as extra income at the end of the year. Could people just, if they wanted to do trade, give gift certificates and use do it that way? No, it's all trade. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Anytime you exchange service, it doesn't matter if it's a gift card, business card, a handshake, you're basically giving away that service for free and they're giving you something in return. Now, if you're just giving away service for free, let's say models for photos or, you again, friends and family, that's not trade because you're getting nothing back. You're just giving away because you like people and you're trying to build your practice up or you're trying to get some photos. I don't think that would count as trade. You know, if a model comes in and she gets lashes on you and take pictures of that, that's trade. Because you've given her base. It's a one-way road. She's giving you some photos, but that's not really her job. She's not a photographer. So she's just being a model and giving you the opportunity to take pictures of her. So that said, free work, in that sense, you don't have to track 
but I would definitely track it. It's a lot of times I think it's, it's beauty service. You have your nail tech, you'll have your hair salon, or maybe you have a clothing place that you trade for clothes and you do lashes and they give you free clothes in exchange. That type of stuff you need to track. And then at the end of the year, they always ask you in the IRA, and when you do your taxes, any additional income, you just report it there. Oh, yeah. You just report additional income, thousand bucks through trade. And, oh, okay. and, and that's it. And then they just add that in and you get taxed on it and it's all free and clear and you don't have to stress over one day being audited by the IRS and owing a ton of money. Or worse, really, probably it's not going to be a lot of money from the trade, but what happens is they see that you're being honest and, fr- and truthful up front. So they don't audit. Yeah, they're just less likely to audit because like, ah, why would you audit? She's telling us about income she made that no one tells that she made. From a bake sale. <laughs> yeah, I mean, really, it's like that's the type of stuff that is not a red flag. The IRS is going to ignore you more if you're trying, if you're voluntarily giving taxes and all that, they're, they're just less likely to dig deeper. And it's always best to play by the rules because you can sleep better at night and it is the right thing to do. Exactly. And being just, like we say in our podcast, something a business can be proud of, right? We don't want to cut corners. We don't want to do things that make us question or feel bad underneath. Like, oh, well, but if people really knew what I was doing, they might think less of me. You just want to be... Take everything to high road. Do it right. Be Live proud. in the light, man. Yeah. It's the best way to live. It is definitely the best way. And ultimately, you're going to be happier with your business. So, all right. I think that's it. Did we, uh, you think yeah, we covered it? we Good? covered it. I guess that's it, guys. That's a wrap. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. I want to ask you to please follow us on Instagram at Lashcast and at the Lash Conference. And remember to subscribe, share, and review and get your LashCon ticket, guys. We are almost sold out, and that will be the second time we sold out. And this will be the best event of the year, biggest event of the year. And basically, if you can't make it, then go get the virtual tickets. Only two forty-seven. I promise you, that's a huge value with the amount of content you're going to get. On behalf of my lash bug, Tusney, I want to thank you for taking some time to listen. Keep on lashing, and remember, you have a friend in the lash industry. 